What's up, Liron here, and today let's talk about how I prepare for a large artwork. What's up, Liron here? Thank you for joining me in episode 76 of my daily podcast. And today, and I wonder how long I'm going to say the numbers of the episodes. I wonder if I'm going to be... Welcome to episode 10,522 of... I don't know. Uh, But in any case, today I want to talk to you about my preparation process for large artworks. Now, the reason I want to talk about that um, is I just recorded today a video uh, for YouTube on the topic. um, And I think because uh, recently I worked on a lot of larger uh, paintings and sketches uh, that I really took my time with, uh, I think I have a few interesting insights uh, as to how to get better prepared. Now, the main thing I would say is to get to know the subject better. So let's say I'm going to paint a portrait or maybe let's do the recent video I did of the Barg plate, the uh, statue of a head, like the old Greek statues of heads. So let's say I want to paint that. How will I be able to paint it better? Well, the main thing I would say is to become more familiar with it, to actually look at the subject and observe it. So when I want to prepare for a large painting, like the large piece I did and finished a few days ago, what I do is first observe the scene. And I try to observe it on several different levels. Try to look at it up close. I try to look at it from afar. I squint my eyes. I put it in Photoshop and start playing around with it. If it's a picture, I'm trying to gain a better understanding of what I'm looking at. Is this how I want to represent it? What am I going to change in the subject and so on? These are useful questions. Um, What kind of story I want to tell with it? You know, the latest large painting was a big city uh, scene with lots of people. It's a very crowded area, crowded junction of two streets. There are two markets in front of us, very strong, sunny uh, day. So these are all things I wanted to convey. So that's great. I know what I want to convey. Next up is, does this fit that? Does this, does the way the reference look now fit it or will I have to change some things? So for example, uh, when you look at uh, that kind of scene, uh, I really liked the initial composition and how it was built. And I explained this in the video as well. There's this kind of L shape and then there's a supportive shadow shape of the buildings in the background. And then we have the foreground and the people in the middle tying the scene together. Now, this works really well. Now, how do you know it works well? You zoom out, you take a look at the overall composition. So that's in terms of observing and and figuring out what to do next. We have to get our hands dirty, so to speak. So what I usually do is a couple of sketches. Um, I will do micro and macro sketches. By macro, I mean I'm going to sketch the whole scene the way I want to represent it. Or if it's a figure or a person or a portrait, I'm going to sketch the whole thing really loosely and try to figure out if the overall structure looks good in my medium. Uh, So if I'm going to paint, I still do a preparatory sketch in pencil. And it's a very quick one. It can take like one, two minutes. It doesn't really matter. Just putting it to paper in the simplest form possible, just to be able to look at it and judge it. Okay. So uh, I would do this Uh, with the large painting. What I did was I first did a very, uh, I would say a medium sized sketch that still showed some of the details. And when I say medium, I mean the length was maybe, hmm, let's see, maybe three by five inches, something like that. So still quite small. But then I did a, an 
uber small one, which is like uh, maybe an inch and a half over three inches or two inches. An inch and a half over two inches, I would say. That was the, the really tiny sketch just to look at the large shapes and figure out if they even look good. Now, after I did all of these macro sketches, I'm going micro. I'm choosing, usually this is what I do at least, I choose several points of interest in the scene and I sketch them and I just focus on them. So in that scene, it was the three people. And you can even see this as the picture of one of the uh, latest podcast episodes. Um, I, I just sketched the three people in the middle of the junction crossing the street and try to figure out how I would approach them in pencil. Okay, not even watercolor yet. Uh, and then I sketched the building to the left. The reason I sketched the building was, and usually I'm very confident with buildings, the main reason was that it was really dead in the foreground. So it means it's going to show a lot of its details, and I wanted to make sure I'm capturing them all properly. Uh, so that's the kind of things I will do. Uh, and then I may create um, an, an, a version in watercolor if it's meant for a painting, but very small. So I'll do another thumbnail in watercolor. I usually don't paint a specific part of the scene. I'll just paint the whole thing, but very small. And I'll leave the pencil sketches. I'll leave the small actual details for the pencil sketches uh, that I do. And it's just to get myself familiarized with the light and shadow situation. You don't have to sketch the whole thing. By just sketching some small parts of a scene, you already become more familiarized with it, if that makes sense. Okay, so this is how I prepare myself. Now, I do want to share with you one really good piece of advice uh, regarding scale. So if you're planning on doing a large artwork... First, I recommend starting to work small because the larger you work, the easier it is to mess up your proportions and to mess things up um, in general, especially with watercolor where it's very time sensitive and you have to work fast. Um, so what I would say is uh, scale slowly, meaning during your artistic career and experimentation, start small and then slowly increase the size, but also per painting. So what I do sometimes if I really want to make myself familiar with the scene and I really want to make sure I get it right, is I'm going to do the tiny thumbnail sketch. Then I'm going to do a bit of a larger sketch, double the size. So that'll be maybe, I don't know, again, like I said earlier, five on eight inches maybe. Then I'm going to double that and I'm going to do it a little larger. And now I can put in some details. And then I'm going to do it on a maybe A4 size or A3 size. And then finally I'll scale it to the largest size. And the doing this gradually will really help you because the gradual transition with larger paintings you need to put in more detail. Otherwise they feel empty. So... It's hard to scale from a teeny tiny sketch to a huge piece where you actually need to sketch all the people, very small and you know all of those stuff. So when you start with small thumbnail, then you make it a little larger. So maybe you have room to show one or two people. And then you make it a little larger. Now you can show a bit of a crowd. You see what I mean? So slowly you learn what details are added. This will help you with this particular artwork you're going to work on, but also with future artworks, because you'll start seeing a pattern of how do I turn something small into something larger, 
again, something that's really tiny and has no details into a full-fledged painting with tons of details. And this is really important. Uh, so this is it for today's episode, I think. Um, I covered everything. Uh, I think what I'm going to do now is paint some Pokemon, which is funny. I'm just going to paint a few of the new Pokemon from the Sword and Shield game that I mentioned uh, earlier, uh, yesterday, in previous episode, yesterday, yeah. And also, uh, I talked about it on my YouTube video as well. Uh, but I hope this give you, gives you some insights as to how I plan my paintings and, and sketches and artworks uh, and how you can do the same and maybe how you can improve and realize how to scale up the size so if you're used to working small and then you make a jump to a huge size it's going to be really challenging but if you do do it gradually it becomes uh, easier so in any case i hope you found this episode helpful Uh, don't forget uh, to uh, let me know what you think of this one send me a message on instagram or whatever platform by the way you consume this podcast on if it's on itunes i'd be really uh, happy if you leave a review uh, in, a, in a rating for the podcast that really helps because it will help me maybe rank higher uh, still testing this thing out um, and I hope my thoughts and words entertain you in whatever it is you're doing right now I want to thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you again in another episode really soon